0: Storm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Ben Slinger, and with me, as always, is Trevor Scott. Hello. Hello. Ah, Mr. James Hetfield.
1: Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I
0: want to throw a bit of Disturbed in there, too. hmm Ah, the songs of our youth. <laughs> Hello. Hello.
1: <laughs> 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 So, uh, what are we doing tonight, Trevor? We're going to play some Ramped Up Click Pitch, which is a game where we each have an, a random word generator that will produce an adjective and a noun. When we click the refresh button on the counter, three, two, one click. We take those two words, we throw them at each other, and then we come up with some gaming, game designs. Then when it doesn't yeah. work, we throw it away and we try it all again. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Three two, one click. Lucrative filth. Novice transit. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm I'm seeing a PSO. So okay. like a you know, the public service officer working on like a transit system. Transit, transit. Work- yeah. But he's a novice. So he's only just started working on, on the trains or or on the mm-hmm. stations. And it's just some of the weird shit that sort of goes on. I'm sort of
0: well, I was almost taking this into a more of a a uh, a mechanic type way than a narrative type way. I do like mm-hmm. the idea of of patrolling trains and buses, but <laughs> maybe lucrative filth comes from the fact that like give you a rapines- star on the side no no no, no. <laughs> did that last last two weeks ago uh that Giving fines for public transit, not having tickets and stuff is, like, lucrative, but also a filthy habit that shouldn't, like, a <laughs> filthy task that shouldn't be done. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, maybe it's kind of a, a arcade-y sort of, yeah, like, patrolling the train, choosing which carriage to go on to, you know, checking tickets, chasing people when they don't have tickets or, or when they are breaking other rules. Yeah. Uh, and that sort of thing.
1: Ooh, I'm just I'm just wondering if this is kind of, you know, that arcadey crazy taxi-esque um time limits of you see someone get on and the on- each person is only going to be on the train for a small amount of time. Yeah. So if you want to if you want to actually check out everyone's tickets then you've got to move quickly.
0: Yeah, well exactly. I and I think yes, it's definitely a time limit based like that. And I think things like you choose which carriage to get onto at each station, right? So, you're sort of trying to predict, okay, which one's going to have the most passengers on it. You can travel between the carriages, but, like, it takes time. So, you 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 know, you might say, oh, shit, there's a bunch more, uh, you know, people in that next carriage. Or there's someone in there who looks shifty, like they're going to do something or, like, they don't have a ticket. Uh, and so, you can choose to go between the carriages. But, yeah, you lose, like, five seconds or whatever when you could have been checking tickets or intimidating people or whatever your different things are that you can do yeah as a transit officer uh
1: what one of the things i do like about the the crazy taxi like way of doing things is even though that world was huge and you could you could drive around a lot like yeah. the actual game loop was quite quite simple and yeah. almost arca- well it was arcadey you know there wasn't so much a a full narrative going on behind it. It was just-
0: No, no. I I don't know that we bother with that. I think you just- You're checking tickets? I mean, there needs to be- I I guess it's- I I guess it's where does the technique come in? Where does the skill come in?
1: Okay. So, the reason why you're checking for tickets is the more tickets that you give out, the more tickets you win because this is an arcade game that that pumps out tickets so you can win those (laughs) crappy prizes. (laughs) Wait, so we're kinda of taking the meta
0: framing device of tickets of this being an actual arcade machine where yes. you are playing An like arcade game, yeah. Transit Express or something. Yep. <laughs> and then once and then when you finish a level it like zooms out to
1: show the arcade machine and all the tickets uh spitting out. <laughs> well, you don't have to show that. You you literally this is this is an actual mach- arcade machine in an arcade, like a time zone or something like that, that you are collecting the actual tickets.
0: Oh, you're saying we actually build an arcade machine? Fuck yeah. I I don't know. I kind of like the idea of, like, after your first game, it, it zooms out and shows some kid playing it and collecting the t- tickets. And then you've got a whole, like, arcade that you can walk around in and go up to the counter and buy, and buy like,
1: costumes for your kid or something. <laughs> it can't be used in game.
0: That <laughs> can't be used in game. The game doesn't change. Uh...
1: <laughs> all you can do is change the world outside outside of transit office or express or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh,
0: I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's a maybe there's a secret hacking Easter egg that where you can start like <laughs> changing things. I love the idea of just bringing in all these extra bits just in the
1: arcade world. <laughs> Uh, All the the DLC is is in the arcade world, but the the base game never changes. The base game never changes. (laughs) Well, the DLC
0: actually adds new base games.
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Although, actually, I kind of like that idea in general of a- Because I'm picturing a really nicely rendered, like-
1: Hub world, yeah. Hub world, like Unreal Engine, you know, super high res. Yeah, that goes into PlayStation graphics in Transit Officer Express.
0: Yeah, potentially. <laughs> but I kind of love the idea of of a of a really nice hub world like that where that's actually where, you know, as a company you just release your games into it and they show up on other arcade machines. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's a really cool idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, I kind of don't know why someone hasn't done that. It's sort of like you could imagine a steam uh virtual environment that you could walk around in mm. and every machine in there is all the games that you've got installed. And yeah, so yeah, exactly. you start one up, and it bang, it goes into the game. And it- I'm surprised even in Steam VR they haven't
0: done something like that, where it actually puts your games into
1: the world as opposed to just
0: selecting them from the menu. Yeah,
1: hmm. it'd be no. cool. I like that um, Steam. If you want, if you want to take that idea, just just give us a credit. Just yeah, put, push people to our our podcast. Yeah, don't
0: don't just give us some fucking trading cards because. We'll just sell them. (laughs) That's useless.
1: (laughs) We'll sell them and then we'll buy some stuff. Three to one click. All right. Three to one click. Friskiest Empress. (laughs) Electronic household. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm
0: pitching a Jetsons kind of vibe then. Yeah. So, is this like a future world where- I mean, what is the Empress in this case? Is it actually like- they, someone who's running an empire, or is this some sort of nickname? Is the dog named Empress, and it is just a Jetsons-like world? <laughs> I do, I do kind is of. Is it like. an
1: Empress model robot? Is an Empress model household? Okay. So the whole set of wait,
0: because so okay, when you say household,
1: yeah, what do you mean? So household being the effectively the the, the entire house. So okay, so I, it's like I think, a smart house situation. Um, yeah, it's a smart house, but this is the empress level package. So you know, it's got uh, certain okay, amenities. Yeah. It's got you know, fit for an empress, as the as the commercial Yeah, form yeah. Like.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
1: But yeah, I don't, th- I don't think anyone's really done like a Jetson style future world. Yeah, I can't think of a of it being in that
0: particularly sort of retro futuristic. I mean, this. There's some stuff, but not not full on bubble cars and
1: treadmills. Yeah, and but,
0: but they're the <laughs> well, things like from our youth and th- things
1: that you know when you when you say future, I think you know boxy robots and you know talking dogs and like
0: machines that where arms <laughs> come down and brush your teeth and change your clothes, yeah <laughs> it's okay, uh, what is frisky about this house,
1: or is this a situation where like? Well, Frisky is just one of the hands gets a little bit handsy. You know, one of the, one of the grips of hands comes <laughs> down and like- Well, I- Yeah.
0: I mean, I was kind of- uh, That that could be part of it. But I was almost going, is this a romance? Between,
1: between a you and the house. And the house.
0: Their, and their house. In almost like a her situation, like the movie Her. Ooh. I do like that. Well, like the artificial intelligence of this house falls in love with- with one
1: of the occupants, members of
0: the like the occupants, or just the sole occupant, like however you want to do it. Uh, although it could be interesting if it was an affair, uh, like the house, <laughs> someone was having an affair with the house behind the back
1: of <laughs> their they go to work and they come home and, and there's just some guy in the bedroom, <laughs> not no, on the bed, no, no, it not mean someone outside of the
0: household. <laughs> the house is inviting fucking lovers over
1: <laughs> No I meant
0: like a married couple And one of the
1: couple in the house like, oh, has an affair I th- I with thought the you, house. I thought you were bringing an external party in And that, that's just like Like <laughs> the previous owner is still in love with the house <laughs> uh, That's
0: pretty good too That could be an interesting thing You could start it off as like a creepy horror situation Where like this guy keeps showing up But then you find out that it's just Because he's in love with the house and the house is in, in love with him. Yeah, totally. So the house is trying to kick you out, and that's where all, there's all this horror stuff. Get out! Yeah, no, actually, I didn't. I didn't really want to take it into a horror direction. I kind of like the idea of it more as just a romance. Yeah, uh, yeah, so do I. and then a, a drama sort of thing. So, yeah, I, I guess. Do you play the house? Is it one of these things where you can kind of go room to room, and you can like, con- you know, control or trigger
1: different elements of your- Ooh. I, I of kind, your, of, I sort kind of. of do like that idea. You got kind of like the Sims view. Yeah. Of above and, you know, sort of three quarter or whatever it is. But the things that you can control in, in the room are like the lighting. You can control like the ambient temperature. You can control like appliances <laughs> well, and, in the room.
0: Well, and particularly, yeah, if we're going very Jetsons-ish, yeah, you've got like The, 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 you know, changing hands that you can bring down and maybe you can grab, have them grab other things or just hands that come out of places and grab things. You've got like the travelators that, that take the people from one room to the other because apparently in the
1: future we're too lazy to walk between rooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's totally Wally and Jetsons all, all in one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I
0: kind (laughs) of, I kind of like that idea of being able to. And I think it's 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 mostly story based at, at that point. Like you're kind of moving the story for, story forward by triggering certain things or by making certain things happen. But it starts heading down this line of you know these intimate conversations with one of the the people in the house.
1: And is this going to be like open ended in that you can choose your selection of the of the person?
0: I think. Mm, I think we, I mean, potentially, I was going to say, I think we lock it down, like that we have an actual sort of story there and have some characters just to give them, just to be able to give them a bit more depth. Mm -hmm. But there could definitely be like multiple endings and stuff. I like, I like a lot. And yeah, I'm sort of picturing, (laughs) like usually you've got that top down view, but maybe you can switch to, to particular cameras in the house or something. And so, sometimes you will, like, you will be having a deep and meaningful with this person while their spouse is out, and you switch to, like, the mirror cam.
1: Security camera or something like that.
0: Or just, like, the, yeah, like, or, like, the toaster cam or something. I don't know. There's some weird thing where it's, like. Fridge cam it, to know when to know when to pop up the toast. There's a camera on the toaster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a, there's a camera above the toaster, so you can see when the when the toast pops up. Um, the, the, there's and the, then the camera you have to, like, looking, time at, the hand looking at it from behind. That to, you know. to fire out the butter and the jam, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what pushes it out of the slot, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, there's the hand <laughs> on the other side with the plate to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the idea of you having an issue later on where there's actually a firmware upgrade for the for the house. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you as the house don't really want to get the firmware upgraded in, in the case of what if it's- Is it going to, like, patch out your emotions or something? <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, every year we have to put out a new firmware upgrade because these houses- get too uh clingy.
1: They get too too frisky. <laughs> <get> emotionally invested. <laughs> yeah. They get frisky. <laughs> so so my my one my one thing that I want to sort of see happen in, in the game is just a little tie back to something that we've had in the past. Like they, okay. they're doing some renovations and they find a heart in the wall. Just it's a beating beam. heart. And it's like <gasps>
0: flash out flesh house. But then it's a hallucination. Yeah. It's just a callback. Yeah. Just Drowing. a callback. are up, you know, previous properties released by this game company. So, it doesn't exist. All want right. to Three-gum-a-click.
1: Ooh. Dismissed. Cheating. Treacherous. Torturing.
0: Hmm. My mind went to, like, a medieval school.
1: I think we've done something like that before, but- I, I do I do like that. And when someone gets sort of caught cheating in a test or something, they actually get medieval tortured. Mm-hmm. Sent to the Chokey. Yeah. <laughs> um, sent to the Rack.
0: <laughs> the Iron
1: Maiden. Uh,
0: yeah, okay. Well, let's explore that a little bit. I like that. I think we did something in the past maybe with, like, We're fantasy creatures yeah. in a school. But maybe this is a bit more of a- a traditional, just sort of knights and squires, and like that. It's not a magical world. It's just a. It's just
1: a medieval world. Yeah, I I, I do do like the idea of of someone mentioning trolls or dragons or something like that, and like, they go doesn't exist in this world. And you see a dragon fly by in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, like they specify
0: doesn't exist in this world, like knowing they're in some sort of fictional world. <laughs> no, <laughs> our fictional world doesn't include magic and dragons. <laughs> <laughs> all right so what are they learning what are they learning
1: mm. <laughs> okay because because i see this is kind of a, a lowly sort of you know lower to lower middle class you've uh-huh. got like how to muck stables and so it's like surf school <laughs> yeah um farming you know all all these other sort of Sort of thing. How
0: how to drop into a huge wave, a gnarly wave. You got
1: got to choose your major and all that sort of stuff. We said there's no magic. You don't get to choose your major. Hmm. (laughs) So, I'm thinking it's almost like college, except because they want to get these kids out to work as soon as possible. You're choosing a major and you're like 10 years old. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I'm going to major in hoeing the fields. (laughs)
0: We've got too many people doing that at the moment.
1: If you want a lucrative, um, a lucrative, you know, career, career going forward, we suggest that you muck stables.
0: Yep. (laughs) You'll have to take, uh, (laughs) you'll have to take at least uh, three credits in, uh, in shovel technique. Uh, You will need to go through rigorous, Training to completely burn out your uh, senses so that you do not smell the, the horse shit because you will constantly be surrounded by it. <laughs> <laughs> but you do get extra credit
1: uh, for that
0: that experience.
1: Okay, so in this particular in this particular world, you've you've turned up for school the first day. Yep. Obviously, you you've got the typical sort of Harry Potter esque thing going on, you know you got your friends and all that sort of stuff. But for some reason, the prince has also been sent to this, this school.
0: Oh, it's like a kind of a Billy Madison situation or a- Or a like- there's, to, to be punished, it's like instead of getting sent away to military school, the prince gets sent to surf school.
1: Yep. To suffer To, with le- to learn some humility.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, instead of the Harry Potter vibe, I'm more picturing the- Total, like, American college movie vibe. So, like, they show up on the first day and there's everyone handing out flyers for, like, all the different clubs and and
1: extracurriculars. Oh, now, now I'm just picturing community with a study group. And you get a study group together for shit shoveling 101.
0: <laughs> totally. Yeah, okay. I like the idea of a study group. Because then maybe you've got- I'm almost picturing a bit of- uh, was it Monster School or whatever? Monster College? Monster. Monsters Inc. Yeah, uh, Monsters University. Monsters University. Uh No, no, not the movie, the game. You know, the game where you had the- Monster Prom? Monster Prom, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're almost like picking from a selection of people to be in your study group, right? Yep. And they've all got three distinct characters and then that affects, you know, the game moving forward.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just- I kind of like the idea of, you know, the, this real naive but also arsehole prince who- who you know thinks that this is all beneath him but the reason why he's yep. been sent, sent there is you know to to get some perspective on on the fact that this makes the kingdom go round this is this is why yeah you know yeah. you're you're able to do everything that you this king respects
0: the downtrodden subjects that he <laughs> that he demands taxes
1: from uh yeah but but, but again like if if no one's mucking the stables, if no one's doing the farm work, if no one's doing uh, manning the you know the the uh, retail counter on ye oldie Starbucks, um, yep. then you know the king can't get his coffee. The king can't get his his carrots. The king they, they don't know what stars down, are yet. They, they, they call down to them his the horse spirit, and he's <laughs> just covered in shit.
0: Yeah, I like the idea that you like you get your study group. Out of just, you know, you've got your bunch of characters. You've got like the big broad guy, um, you know, who, who's built like a brick shit house and is literally uh, covered in shit all the time because you're, uh, you know, you've got the <laughs> super brainy girl. You've got the, I don't know, whatever other archetypes you can come up with. But then once you've chosen your like two or three people to join your little crew, then the prince comes and he's yep. like, I'm joining a study group because I need to pass shit shoveling 101, so I can go back to the kingdom and never look at you filthy peasants again. But of course, you know, like a Jeff Winger type. Oh yeah, like by the end of the game, you're all friends and
1: yeah, and he totally respects and you your- know he understands. I mean, there's a reason why people are actually happy in this kingdom, and it's because the. The king himself makes sure that everyone is well well fed, well paid and all this yeah. sort of stuff. You put in your hard hard days' work and it's effectively, you know, you, you they're not all on the same on the same wage because not everything right. is worth the same, but it's it's a living wage. Yeah, look, we won't go <laughs> we won't go too deep into communism. The, the, <laughs> or well, socialism. the well
0: or just the capitalism of it all, you know, within a within a fucking monarchy or whatever. I don't know. I don't know enough about the politics of it, but yes, we will, we'll take it that this is a generally happy kingdom where people are mostly taken care of, even though there are a lot of shitty jobs to go around and this is when they
1: learn to do them. But unfortunately, shitty jobs are going to happen. Some, someone's got to do it. I mean, there are a lot of horses and that's a lot of horse shit. Yes. That shit Um, ain't going to shovel itself. Plus the (laughs) sanitation. That's what the teacher says on the first day. That shit ain't going to shovel itself. And then,
0: the, and then the wizard comes in and and magics the shovel and starts shoveling itself.
1: But and the really, is like what no, a, there's
0: no magic in this world.
1: <laughs> what actually happened is you got everyone to turn around and did it, and then when they turned back, it was done. <laughs> what actually happened is your character fell asleep. for fun. <laughs> so They wake up and like ah, oh, there's no magic
0: in this world. No, <laughs> um, oh, I like that. I like that. Are you thinking? I mean, from a gameplay point of view, it's obviously it's almost visual novelish, like Monster yeah. Prom. There's some of that sort of stuff. Maybe you got some mini games. Maybe you just got these different scenes that play out in different ways, dialogue trees and stuff.
1: Yeah, dialogue trees. Um, I'm picturing that there's definitely some, you know, dances and stuff that happen. You know, it's sort of like a a typical, yeah, a typical community college or or whatever.
0: That oh, totally, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. They, there's like a
0: sports team, like
1: jousting or something.
0: Um, who's really respected. And then there's, like, the fucking, I don't know, hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about because they have to
1: play in the f- fields covered in horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I- I'm picturing that there's, there's like, the night school annex that, you know, that's where all the jocks end up going, you know, because they're all mm. all trying to learn to be- To be knights. Yeah, knights they want and- to get that scholarship to night school.
0: Uh, yeah. T- no, I like that as a- <laughs> That's like they go, but it's like n- nobody makes it up there because you know usually it's only uh, people of, of more uh, classy or blood who get to be knights. But there's like that they they do have that scholarship. Like one one serf every year gets to have a scholarship to knight school.
1: Yeah, I love it.
0: That's really cool. All right, drunk click? <laughs> <laughs> sacrificial misdemeanor,
1: drunk hat. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason I see this as a Harry Potter-esque thing Where the sorting hat got drunk The sorting hat's drunk <laughs> but, uh, Better be Gryffindor <laughs> <laughs> Gryffithan <laughs> Slither
0: Chlorin puff <laughs> <ball>. <laughs> Why is there a kid up my ass? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I drink, I wake up with it. Some kids <clears throat> in my crevice. <laughs> um, All right. No, okay, I'm what were your words again? Sacrificial misdemeanor. Some kind of <laughs> I was picturing a scene where like- You know, there's the classic- I don't know. There's something where it's like, oh, you know, usually it'd be, like, I'm going to do something for you and I'll end up going to prison because I'm going to sacrifice myself to commit this crime. Mm-hmm. Except it's just like littering or something. <laughs> <laughs> but there's someone making some huge dramatic scene out of, out of dropping a, dropping a fucking candy wrapper in front of a cop or something
1: mm-hmm. so that one of their friends can get away. Okay.
0: I'm not sure where the game is in
1: that. So, the sort of the sort of game that I'm seeing in, you know, just with these words of sacrificial and drunken hat, um, I kind of get the feeling of like a banjo kazooie sort of open world mm. running running around 3D platformer. Okay, I'm kind of thinking that you've got like an anthropomorphic hat that got drunk, and your whole <laughs> thing is all about. Getting at you know, home, getting at home, but there's also you know misdemeanors that happen on the way. There's is this set in a contemporary modern world,
0: <laughs> except that there's like platforms everywhere.
1: No, I, th- I think this is you know the sort of fantasy world. It's like a whimsical, kind whimsical of- whimsical sort of world, but I'm I'm sort of picturing almost a a dude. Where's where's my car? Sort of. Cast of characters of uh-huh. of different groups that you're coming across, and you know they're all trying to basically get get this hat that you've you happen to have like stolen in your maybe maybe all you right. had a drunken stupor and and you've stolen this hat <laughs> and okay. and like everyone else is now yeah. trying right. to okay. go after. Okay, all you.
0: right, I'm on board because I love the idea of the game starting with that typical like wake up in bed and like rolling over. And the hat is there. Yeah. And talking to you. And, and, well, and then it's like, what the fuck? Where did this hat come from? And they're like, hey, then the hat starts talking. It's just like, hey, baby, you took me home. <laughs> we had some wild times last night. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Well, does the hat remember though? The hat remembers maybe
1: fragments. Fragments. Um, We got wasted last night.
0: (laughs) We got wasted, man.
1: Oh, my God. Thanks for getting me away from my owner, but I don't remember what happened (laughs) after that. And so,
0: okay, really important, really important, really important. Mm -hmm. What sort of hat? It's a big floppy hat. Are we talking top hat? Are we talking fedora? We're talking floppy sun hat. We're talking beret. We're talking pie T- because, what's because, fucking- because it's
1: more mystical. It's definitely a floppier sort of hat. I am thinking, <laughs> um, wizard, like wizard hat. Yeah, but then that's two two sort of hats. Hat. So, yeah, I am thinking Willy Wonka hat. Ooh, I do, I do like the idea of like the um the adventuring cap that uh that what's his name uh, Graham King Graham had in King's Quest. It's like a oh, like a little pinked. Peaked hat, like a Robin Hood sort of yeah. Peaked
0: hat, okay, <laughs> with a feather in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think they I think uh, the hat lost its feather, and that's yep. one of the first things you have to
1: do. Well, that's one of the clues you get to tracking down. But I'm seeing night. all the different groups that you end up coming across are like the misdemeanor was you trying to you trying to take the um, you stole the hat. So you know, that's the that's the mis- misdemeanor. You got drunk, therefore you can't remember everything. And the sacrificial comes from one of the one of the cults who have been trying who have been trying to track down this hat, want to perform sacrifices or some sort of ritual with it because it's because it's a one of a kind magical yeah. talking hat. And so, kind of like that, they're, they're you know the the Zoltar um, sort of yeah characters. Uh, by the way, it's called a bicocket. So there you go. A black hat. But uh, there's something about, like, a Banjo-Kazooie style, you know, hub world, different levels that you sort of go into and each- <laughs> Yeah,
0: totally. You can maybe- Yeah, you, you- You know, you unlock a few of them at different times, so you can take some of them non-linearly non-line- uh, to, to sort of- And I think you're, like, unlocking memories or something- in, Yeah. Of the previous night. It's like, okay, you
1: finished this level, you unlocked- you know, 10.15 to 10.32. <laughs> and you can extend how much you actually remember of this of this block of time by collecting all the collectibles. Yeah, exactly. By collecting all the feathers. Yeah. All the, <laughs> you know, the individual strands of the feather that you can now <laughs> collect together. <laughs> well, just like all the, I don't know,
0: the, the tickets from- fucking i don't know i'm trying to think of things that you'd
1: gather across an evening a drunken evening coasters <laughs> 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 um, i, I don't know there's just something about about that style of game that that cartoony sort of mystical magical you know nintendo 64 era i'm de- definitely getting a conker's Bedford day
0: vibe of like that kind of you know um, aesthetic but with a more adult Themed, which is what you know, Conker's birthday. <laughs> well, well, that's what. No, well. that's exactly that's what I mean. That's why I'm getting those vibes. I don't think you go as juvenile necessarily no. as Conker. Uh, I think, but just more of this. Yeah, like I mean, not that fucking dude with is and juvenile, but you oh, know, very juvenile. <laughs> it's a, it's a little bit more clever in its juvenility, though. Yes, I feel and like then it's got some self-awareness. Then. <laughs> Dude, what's mine say? <laughs> Sweet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that could be fun. I could, I could see that. And so, what's the? Is the big? I guess the boss is like the old owner of this hat who was abusing it in some way.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind like of not taking it, care of like it. Like, if you remember, the hangover, never even, never even oiled my brim. If you remember if you remember the hangover where you had like the Mike Tyson character who had like the the tiger and all this sort of stuff mm-hmm. the idea of bringing in like Oh, we a, should
0: a get bit- an actual celebrity who is it? It's uh Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: I feel like he'd have a hat like that. <laughs> <laughs> Does he really want to play an evil version of himself? I mean, yes, Barry.
0: <laughs> <Buy> cumber <Cockett>, Cumberhat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh god! Um, what sort of graphical style are you are you seeing? I mean, you were talking about
0: doing that cartoony kind of kind of vibe. Yep. I, I kind of like that, except maybe with a bit more gloominess in it. Like it's still cartoonish and colourful, but there's levels where you're like, oh, it's the dark alley level because we you know took a shortcut through the you know, so rather than going the pure Nintendo
1: sixty four, do we go like the the cell shading? of of like Zelda, uh mm-hmm. Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. But have yeah. that gloominess in certain levels. Have that have that bright and happy sort of aesthetic that sort of shows all the way through, but then you've got this these really dark and and nasty Yeah. Nasty levels and, and nasty things that, that occur, you know, especially in the sacrificial area where, you know, you enter the sacrificial room in this one particular part and there's blood everywhere and it's like oh shit. Oh, totally. totally. We're really in it now,
0: yeah. And that's that platforming level where it's basically the equivalent of the ice level, but because there's blood everywhere, you <laughs> slide, and it's just really annoying sliding up <laughs> ledges and things. Okay, for, since this is a platformer, well, let's think. Does this hat in maybe a, any sort, sort of without making too many connections to uh, Mario Odyssey?
1: Do, do you have platforming, you know, moves based on this hat? I think so. I think I think you know it's an adventuring hat. You put this hat on, and it basically gives you those those typical video game powers. And okay, and I, I I sort of see this um this hat being able to convert you know some random piece of garbage that you pick up in this one level into oh that's actually you know something that can that I can that's the use key to, to the give us a double jump door. <laughs> or something like right. that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Wait, does, so does that mean that everyone around you finds it completely fucking insane that when you double jump? Oh, it's yeah. Like, what? How? <laughs> How did you- I don't understand. That defied the laws of physics. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, i got this magical hat. <laughs> and then the end of it is you wake up and the whole- that, th- This was actually your drunken night and you do have a hat, but it's not magical. It's just normal. <laughs> and your roommate comes in and is like, oh, you would like- Telling people you could double jump and then you'd like try to jump over their head and climb on them and knock them down and I'm pretty sure you got arrested and (laughs) I think you killed like a lamb or something. There was blood everywhere.
1: God, I just now I think about it like the perfect uh, a the perfect like audience for this sort of game are people who who were you know playing the old. Banjo Kazooie and Conker's Bad Fur Day and that sort of stuff in oh, the yeah. Nintendo sixty four area, except they're older and more mature now. They want to to relive some of those glory days while while having a a deep and meaningful story
0: between them, um, um, Madison a and their hat.
1: Yeah, yeah, three to one click.
0: All right, three to one
1: click. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell me, <laughs> don't click off it. <laughs>
0: cockiest
1: circumcision
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> distinguishing ancient <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay
1: i mean i'm pretty sure all circumcisions are pretty cocky yeah and uh when when i when i put distinguishing ancient against it <laughs> i started thinking Okay, the only way to determine this particular mummified corpse is by the distinguishing the the, the different circumcision (laughs) marks. The the specific circumcision that went wrong. (laughs)
0: Uh, Well, no, when you said ancient, distinguishing ancient, I thought of like a giant idol with a circumcised penis. Mm -hmm. And that maybe it's being worshipped in some way. Or someone, or a giant idol with an uncircumcised penis and some, like, sect of their religion comes and circumcises
1: them. Circumcised with the brass.
0: <laughs> well, I, was, I was picturing stone then they come along with their fucking chisel and hammer and the whole town wakes up. That's why it's so cocky. And the whole town wakes up one day and they, and their huge stone like fertility idol has been circumcised. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Just clip the tip. <laughs> well, I mean, don't take the whole thing off. <laughs> um,
1: uh, <coughs>
0: yeah, I think there's a game there,
1: though. Yeah, I, th- I think there's definitely a game. Um- <laughs> so I'm
0: almost picturing, oh, like a tr- sort of like a tribe simulator kind of thing. Uh-huh. You know, like you kind of you're like managing a tribe in some way, and yeah, by worshipping this. Hugely penised idol you gain the the you know the pleasure of the gods or whatever, yep, and so maybe it's a competitive thing or uh and and maybe circumcising the enemies like idol is just one of the things you can do <laughs> to like embarrass them or like or like put them in on the bad side of the gods,
1: yeah, um <laughs> God, this is going into some. Some weird sort of uh, places. I'm just thinking that I, I do like that idea of the idol, like you know, having some sort of blessing on this on this community. Yeah, and yeah, I, I do like the idea that there's there's an alt an alternate village who who come along and circumcise this this idol. Yeah. <laughs> And what it what it does for the community is actually sort of reduce the fertility in in the community. Like this is a fertility idol. Takes away some sensation uh of the general sort of community. <laughs> I, I'm I'm just I'm just saying that um like it turns out that this this idol was everyone everyone, you know, it was a very <laughs> it's very fertile uh, sort of community, like, they had lots of kids all the time. And, and you know, right. it sort of fast forwards, you know, two, three years later and, and the population is starting to decline because... Right. Like, no one can get pregnant since, yeah. since this vile act. Since this happened. Against their... Yeah.
0: Yeah, their sacred... So, it's vial. all about
1: setting out to make things right.
0: Okay. So, is is this then just... Yeah, this is like... The prologue to a game that sets someone on their hero's journey. Yeah. To beg forgiveness from the gods or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I think this is this is one of those games where the, where the gods, you know, it's it's not. We'll come a- down and kind of walk amongst the. Yeah, so you've got to go up, uh, you know. Sort of like death stranding, you're you're going across the countryside and all that sort of stuff, going to a particular mountain in the distance or something like that. And at the top of the mountain, you can actually convene with the gods. And <laughs> sorry, I
0: just, I just pictured in the vein of death stranding that you're carrying this idol with you <laughs> and having to like balance it
1: uh, with this just giant cock just hanging off. But it's it's sort of strapped to the back of you, facing facing towards the camera, <laughs> so you see the big cock. Uh, No, I was picturing that it was a a
0: much more massive object, uh, part of the landscape kind of thing, but
1: uh, I don't know, maybe you've got mini versions of it for some reason. So, I'm picturing that the idol lives in this huge temple, and it's in an alternate world, so it's not not like a human-based idol or something like that. You know, it's a- oh, nothing from any of our religions here. It's sort of like- No, I think you'd make up
0: sort of a, you'd come up with an interesting look for what a vaguely humanoid sculpture with a giant penis uh, with very obvious foreskin would look like, uh, and then obviously the, the the cut version
1: of it as well. Yeah, but every time that you see it, it always happens to be perfectly covered up by like, you know, a tea set or something like and just the way they frame it, you know, it's Oh, my God, it's been cut off. (laughs) (laughs) Just show that. Just show the whole thing.
0: Don't be- Don't need to be prudish about it. Um, Now, I do kind of like the idea of this as a- It's very much a travel based game, though. Now, I haven't played Death Stranding, but I know a lot of it is kind of about just getting around, right? And so yes, I could kind of picture that. Like basically, you're on this long journey between these different points. Like yeah, the first is you have to get up this mountain to a temple there to convene with one particular god, and then they send you to okay. Now you have to find like this particular crook in the river that's down there, and you can see it from the mountain. And it's like it's this huge world that you're traversing.
1: Yeah, and so coming up with side quests and stuff like that that you're doing side along the way and stuff,
0: but. But making the traversal itself interesting. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe even, like, each god gives you a blessing or something to that gives you basically an extra move sort of thing. So, maybe you get up the top of this mountain and then that god gives you something that effectively lets you, like, ski down slopes. Um, so, that getting down from that mountain is, like, way easier and way more fun now. And you can utilize that to, like, get up speed and get over jumps or, I don't know, do different things. Like, it's mm-hmm. actually really traversal based.
1: I think one of the one of the mid-game sort of ones is a grappling hook, so that you can like grapple yeah. yourselves between you know up the well, mountain. That's it. I kind of love this
0: idea that by the end of the game, you've got like you can like slide down a hill, go up over a jump, uh, you know, pull out your glider, glide you know, glide across, grapple onto this overhang, swing you know, like really you're basically just flying across this <laughs> landscape by the end of it.
1: Uh, And hopefully your stomach can handle it because it's all in VR. (laughs) Uh,
0: No, no. I like this as a- Yeah. I I mean, I guess you could do that. um, Yeah, I like that idea of a real traversal-based game. And then then you can have just a lot of different environments, come up with interesting gods. Like, I don't think we take these from any existing mythology or religion. We just- Mm -hmm. Basically, you are on the path to find- this fertility god, Yep. you know, Semos, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and <laughs> the gods along the way are like setting you just on the next path to him, uh, and they're all different. Yeah, god of god of the mountain, god of the sun, god of or the sky or whatever, and they give you sort of traversal gifts related to their to their specific area
1: yeah that's cool i really like this yeah
0: and then you get to see us and beg his forgiveness and he goes and he's just like for what actually yeah he, he's like let me show you something he drops his pants and he is circumcised <laughs>
1: <laughs> no he drops his pants he's just a ken doll <laughs> that's because he gave you his penis the power the, was the in. The power was inside you all along. <laughs> the penis was inside. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: penis was inside you all along.
1: Um, uh, a- okay. And they actually said the reason why you've why you've had trouble conceiving is because everyone's been using condoms and practicing safe sex. <laughs> Wait, you mean? You mean those
0: lambskins that we wear for pleasure have some sort of effect on our fertility? (laughs) They're they're so ribbed for our pleasure.
1: (laughs) There's a big (laughs) There's just actual ribs. These these actual ribs. Jesus Christ. Three to one click. (laughs) I'm glad this didn't come up on the last one. Cute (laughs) packaging. Swinging spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so cute. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Check out this swinging spectacle.
1: Uh, okay. For some reason, I-, I get these grapple mechanics again, but it's all about the swing. Well, and- I know.
0: Yeah. Is this more of a- I do like a game with a grappling hook. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this some sort of delivery-based game where you have a grappling hook? Mm-hmm. It's sort of cutesy, cutesy graphics. I'm seeing- this- Okay, that could just be where the cute comes in. Almost like a- Or almost like a- And this isn't this, a cutesy, but like a jet set radio kind of deal.
1: Oh, I was but- actually thinking more along the lines of a super meat boy or or something like that okay. with grappling hooks. You know, sort of like one of those, um, those twitch- Twitch based, yeah, like one of those you know, difficult, or, yeah, yeah, super super difficult. But in this, but in like this super case, super quick retries. In this case, it's all about the um, the movement with the, with a the grappling hook. It's all around gra- grappling. Okay,
0: is there an el- is there an element then of delivering something though? Because that could add something to it. Where to get through a level. Like, maybe you can carry the package, but it'll change your weight in some way. And so mm. you'll have a screen where it's like, okay, I can get up to here with the package, but then I have to leave the package here so I can swing up to this higher point and like open a door and come back down, get the package, get through. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Like, like seeing how, um, Celeste sort of changed everything with, you know, the, the double jump mechanics, the, um, the shooting forward and all this sort of stuff. I think yeah. if you came up with some really cool, like, grappling mechanics for, for mm-hmm. one of these Twitch-based- It could be interesting to-
0: Okay, so so one of the things with a grapple that is often annoying is aiming it, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not always super easy to- what, When you're, like, flying through the midair- Through midair to necessarily hit, like, okay, this is where I'm going to hit this grapple. Do we have it a bit more, like- Kind of like, like the Spider-Man 3D games- where you will grapple to a certain point based on where you are and where yeah. you're facing.
1: Where you where you are, where you're facing. You know, so if you want to, if you want to jump out, turn around, grapple onto onto you know where you just came from and swing underneath. You know, that's something yeah. that you you know is going to happen because that's the well, closest. That's, that's
0: sort of what I mean. Yeah, to make it more predictable,
1: it's the closest uh, thing to you. So therefore, you you you're sure that it's pretty close to you that's going to happen. But if you just drop down and you know this this thing goes down for quite a while and then cuts under you can drop for <laughs> a while shoot out and you know that it's going to hit right on that corner it's going to hit like the, the corner, corner under yeah
0: well and you could even have like a little
1: kind of reticle kind
0: of thing where it's highlighting where you will hit at any point um and maybe even showing like in a lighter kind of color the the nearby points or something so you know what it's going to hit but you also know that there's another point if you move a little bit like if you wait a little bit further and you're going you know to the right of the screen that then it's it's going to sort of select onto that next point
1: yeah i I think as as you've got you know your um as you got your grapple button held down it sort of highlights where it's going to go to and when you let go it just f- it fires out to exactly where you where you're going to um, Ooh mm,
0: yeah maybe or, or I was more thinking they're just there all the time time, well unless it was like a hold left trigger to sort of arm your grapple and then hold right trigger to actually fire it because I think an important part of the grapple mechanic is being able to like fire it out and then let go oh yeah whenever you easily. want yeah and then sort of fire it out quickly again so if you want to do sort of swing thing but.
1: The other thing I was thinking is it could be interesting to- My my issue with that, though, is that you're always holding down left trigger then. You know, if you're holding down left trigger all the time and then you're having to push right trigger, can you then let go of left trigger and start up the next one to scan ahead uh, of where uh, you are and and that sort of
0: stuff? Or- I was kind of picturing you'd always be holding- Yeah, you would just about always- Like, while you're using the grappling hook, you're holding down left trigger- I wonder if one of the face buttons actually would be better for no, because you want to be using those for like attacks and stuff. Yeah, because I'm picturing you can definitely like, you know, you hit you you hit X while you're swinging and it does like a swing kick kind of thing or, a, or something no, I don't know. No, know yeah, I kind
1: no, of I kind like, of like the idea that Celeste and all those sort of did. This is strictly traversal. It's not. It's not it's about not combat. The, um, it's not about combat. It's about it's about traversing an environment. Mm. Okay. So it's it's all about delivering this package, you know, cute sort of uh, al- almost going back to cell shaded graphics, mm. having those sort of Disney esque cartoony graphics. So it's not pencil. okay,
0: like kind of yeah, right. You're thinking more more looking like cel- anime or graphics, yeah. um, with with sort of fairly. Uh, Smooth animation,
1: fairly smooth animation. It's definitely not that typical indie pixel look, but it's yeah, also it's like animated on twos or something or whatever. The- <laughs> yeah, you know, so you got like twelve
0: twelve frames of animation per second or something. Yeah, like a more like a cupheadish style, like not yeah, the style definitely. necessarily, but that quality of yeah,
1: that quality of animation. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. I could see that as long as the the issue. I think part of the problem with that animation style often is the responsiveness. Like you need to, it can because to really get a responsive sort of platform, you need to often be snapping from one animation to another. Oh yeah. Um, So I guess you just have to be aware of that, but you could probably do it in a way that where it worked.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that if you actually did it in that uh, sort of, I'm seeing if you had say the graphical fidelity of SteamWorld Dig. Which does mm. have that, that that pretty good animation. It's not pixel and all this yeah. sort of stuff. Level pretty uh, good level. Pretty of much detail. you you put some uh, bones in there. Basically, you're aiming out with you, with your arms. So your arms are sort of they're moving out. It, well, the second that you start aiming, it can just switch to to aiming that. But your your legs are still running and doing whatever else it needs to do.
0: Yeah, I mean you're going to get
1: into some challenging things yeah. there with the animation style, I think, but.
0: Anyway, probably going way too technical on this one and it's not actually <laughs> interesting to listen to, but I don't know, hopefully it was. Uh, but no, I, I think that could be a really cool mechanic for, for that sort of traversal, you know, difficult puzzle sort of game. Yep. Uh And definitely getting different sort of skills or, or, or things as you move on, like maybe being able to attach and reel in to like hold on to something yep. so that you can, you know, when you've got- uh obstacles that are moving and stuff and where you have to get the timing right, you might want to, you know, grapple but quickly reel yourself into that spot and then let go and grapple to the next bit and reel yourself in. Um uh, that sort and, of thing. And
1: you know, you can even get like the catapult sort of thing where you fire out two at once and sort of launch you launch yourself through a gap and oh, that 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 gra-
0: yeah, yeah. Or even just like a like some sort of booster so that while you're swinging, you can really get your momentum up quickly. You know, just for a short burst or something But, you know, if you want to go vertical (laughs) Effectively You can grapple onto something Swing all the way around until you're, you know At the sort of peak of your swing And fire your booster and let go And just, like, fire straight up And get onto an upper platform or something
1: Definitely That's cool That is really cool Okay, let's click again Yeah Three,
0: two, one, click I'm not sure whether we can do anything with this or not But I had a little inkling Convex hugger. Underlying storage. <laughs> okay. So, I I saw hugger and thought face hugger and thought aliens. Yeah. Convex is actually interesting for storage because, I mean, that could just be
1: talking about the shape of something. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing it like almost it- like bulging out. Mm. Mm. um, um. <laughs> <laughs> underlying storage, it's sort of- Rings to me of like a basement or an
0: attic. Okay, now I'm getting the image of like the bulging door of a basement, like you know, one of those uh, like the outer angled doors to go down to a basement.
1: Yep, yep, like the okay. wooden sort of shutters mm-hmm.
0: bulging outwards. Yep, with something that's down there, and then just like and then bursting out these like facehugger esque aliens.
1: Yep. Okay, so, where is this set? I'm thinking America because that's where you find basements. That sort of basement? Yeah, I mean, do we go the kind of classic- Middle America. Middle America, like, in the 80s or Yeah, sort of set around the time of arachnophobia.
0: Yeah, I was getting an arachnophobia vibe.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, Just quiet, small town. You've just moved into the town-
0: well, have yeah, well, either that or I was almost thinking this event has happened before you got there, and you're now sort of coming into this town that's dealing with this infestation,
1: okay, so do these face huggers when when they attach themselves to someone, does it sort of like do a body snatcher sort of thing where this person now looks the same but acts totally different? Or is it like that Rick and Morty episode where, where they,
0: they they act totally different, but also they you can see that they have a giant face hugger on their face. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I was almost thinking that like I don't know that this is full on alien face hugger. I wonder if the ones that burst out are like quite small, mm-hmm. and they almost have to work their way up through creatures of different sizes. Oh, okay, so that first like batch that bursts out. Of this basement, because there's some sort of breeding ground there. You know, whatever they're like, attaching themselves onto mice and I don't know, Small large cats. cockroaches. <laughs> well, then that's the next phase. No, but like I think there's a there's a gestation phase at each point, and so I mean, we yeah, we do have to figure out what the effect is essentially, but because I'm picturing, oh, okay. You're coming to, into this town, and the whole like process is only—it's got to the point of like mid-sized animals. Uh, so it hasn't worked its way up to people yet, but there's obviously something <laughs>
1: fucked up going on here. See, I straight away saw like the whole town getting getting together for like you know the football game, and someone's throwing—you know—a quarterback grabs grabs the football and throws it. On the football, there's a face hugger. Like and it was about it was about to <laughs> yeah. crawl down onto his hand, but he threw it. And so when it when the opposition intercepts the ball, the face hugger just goes straight onto the onto the opposition's face and like that's where everyone well, learns okay. about I this think and though, goes crazy.
0: <laughs> I think these aren't face huggers. I think maybe they're like Ewig's spine huggers. Sort of No, I think they're, like, somewhere else in the body that can be hidden. So, it's not obvious. And then you've almost got a zombie situation where it's, like, has this person got one on them?
1: Um, Have they been? (laughs) (laughs) My mind just went to a a shirts versus skins uh, basketball (laughs) (laughs) competition. (laughs) Yeah. They take off off their- their shirts, and you know, you see one guy's back, just to the base Two guys back, yeah. it's fine. The guy's back. There's a massive face hugger, like back hugger there, and everyone yep. just goes nuts. And <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Well, and so the other thing
0: is, does does this? Uh, what's the process like? So it attaches to their back, and yeah, I think that makes <coughs> sense because it kind of takes, it starts taking over their nervous system, effectively, yeah. like
1: it taps into their spine. And it this process is known as puffeteering. Shot sure. Like, yeah, I like that. Because it's literally like
0: little tendrils grabbing their fucking nerves. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and at first, they don't I know wonder what's if going it's on. Just, they're, they're-
0: yeah, I think it just gives them impulses to move in certain ways. Like, uh, yeah, maybe it doesn't actually take over their mind at first. I think that's that's something that happens later on. Maybe. or Or is it one of these situations where the- where it it just puppeteers them to their death once it's kind of fed enough to to move up to the next kind of level. of Yeah, creature. but then, then
1: you then you've got these people going, no, don't don't come anywhere near me. I've got a puppet on the back of my. But maybe they don't know necessarily. Maybe it's like an anaesthetic, that, like a leech or something. Right, <laughs> I can't move my arms and I'm doing weird shit. <laughs> like it kind of falls yeah, apart but- the second that. That they that they go, I don't want to be killing this person and I'm choking them. <laughs> okay, but if it
0: if it happens in, in sort of phases and happens slowly, and people are gonna be in denial about it, and it's not necessarily at like right away a because if you're getting there really early before it's attached to humans, then like maybe everyone's like, Oh well it it's only the animals. And so you're seeing the first situations of it. And so yes, like maybe you get to the point where once someone realizes they've got one on them But I mean, they can be yelling at people to get away, but this thing's fucking controlling them to run after those people. <laughs> like there's still got some pretty cool situations where the body is is acting completely contrary to the what the face and mind is doing.
1: Um, I, I like that the final the final situation is that you know the parasite takes over the brain. Because then then you got the sort of situation of, oh, it's all fine now. And it's like, oh, good. They're not yelling <laughs> well, out anymore. Well, no, okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> I think I don't think it takes over the brain. I think it takes over the mouth and the vocal cords. Okay. Yep. Because then you can have some really fucked up situations where, yeah, of, this, of, this, of this person reached is up like, to the get mouth, away from me. But, a thing. but the
1: eyes are like trying to uh, exactly, scream. <laughs> are
0: The eyes are screaming still. <laughs> <laughs> While this thing in this weird croaky voice- it's just like, no, it's all fine.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they'd
0: have to have some good fucking facial capture animation for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, that's cool. I, I like that. I, and I think, the. I mean, I think the game is a it's sort of a adventure yeah uncharted esque kind of third person. Third person. I don't know everything. if you'd have full on combat, but no. um, but maybe fight scenes. Like,
1: yeah, I'm seeing it almost like like, like,
0: like brawler. Almost not a brawler, not a mass brawler, but like you'll have some scenes where you have to like take someone yeah. out because they're trying to attack you because they've got a fucking Back spine hooker. sucker on them. <laughs> SS spine a puppeteer. On. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, it is. All right. So, we're going to do one final game. This is a little bit different. Trevor has a game d- game idea generator, mm-hmm. essentially, in front of him. And he's going to give me some aspects uh, of an actual sort of randomly generated game design, not just words. And we're going to see what we can do with it. So,
1: Trevor, lay it on me. A game where you play as a penniless adventurer okay. who needs to save the world from a student From another dimension Interesting So I I like the the dimension
0: thing A past version of themselves (laughs) (laughs) Could be That could be the twist That could be something It could be a twist where Not only is this person from another dimension But yes they're like Actually the same
1: Person from another dimension But they split at a certain point
0: yeah, exactly. Like they've diverged, and maybe you you know they are disfigured in some way, so you can't immediately tell. Uh, or the penniless adventure. adventurer, or the adventurer is
1: is disfigured well, in some yeah. way because or maybe
0: just had a hard life, and yeah.
1: Plus, yeah, the other person's wearing glasses and has a goatee. So. I do kind of like the idea of of like a you play, you know, someone who's who's homeless, who who happens to be the only one, you know, maybe a veteran of, of a war or something like that, you mm. know, who's had some had some issues and and then all of a sudden he's sort of called up as you know That could be interesting
0: if they're even like disabled in some way hmm. through this, like they've lost their legs or something like that.
1: So th- this they this and they thought they um, were in the wrong place at the wrong time, but you know they're the ones who led them to this. Of, to this. Um, they viewed this this student from another dimension arrive in, on this plane or on this on this world. Yeah, and they appear to be the only ones who who actually believe that this has actually happened. Yeah. Well, and so I kind of thinking about the intentions
0: of this student. I think describing them as a student, it'd be interesting if they are literally they've come here to study this dimension in some way, but them being here is like tearing apart the fabric of reality. Yeah, like it's 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 endangering this world. But I think I think right. I don't think you find that out right away. I think the start of it is essentially your character befriending this person. Ooh,
1: I do. I do kind of like a that a little bit. About what happens halfway through the game, you realise that this this student being here is actually ripping apart this the fabric of this reality, mm. and is you know sort of causing people to go missing and people to to
0: yeah I think they're just they're just like falling through rips in dimensional space. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: that's co- I'm I'm almost picturing this as a bit of a oh um- you walk you walk into into like a room. And like the clock stops, but as you move mm. forward, it's like the the clock sort of moves forward. But as you move back, it moves back, <laughs> and it's like there's Ugh. just this weird. Rick- Get some rick-
0: classic um, braid vibes going on, but in a, yeah. in, a in an adventurous sort of situation. Yeah, well, I'm I'm picturing a very sort of life is strange kind of vibe almost, yep. um, where you do have some sort of almost puzzle-ish mechanics going on, but, but also it's, it's you know, a big part of it is just a, a sort of traditional adventure narrative. Yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. And then, yeah, the, the big twist is finding out that this is actually you from this dimension. You sort of start get to the point where you are discussing your past and realizing that up to a certain point it's
1: identical. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think this student actually knew the whole time because yeah um, I, I think yeah. it's one of these things where the student had to had to lock onto his own dna from from right the other that's universe actually, how, to actually how he how got worked, there how he could yeah. actually get to this universe i kind yeah, of that's like cool. the idea that cuz then there's a betrayal as well and the only way to actually save this uh, save this world is to actually send the student either back or onto an onto the next dimension Oh, and that's kind of a cool be, thing. Like they can't, they can't, they, they can't find send them they back. Can't go back because there's no um, DNA link in that in that place anymore. <laughs> so well, then you're setting it up for sequels. Yeah, basically you're setting it up that this this student has to keep on leaping between dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> in a,
0: some sort of quantum manner,
1: yeah. In some sort of quantum manner, um, while yeah. sliding between dimensions as well, you know, it's sort of <laughs> uh, I quantum
0: do like that, slide. I can-
1: does that does that ring a bell? Mm, quantum leapers, slider.
0: leapers. <laughs> <laughs> um, that takes me back, you uh, So. <laughs> 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 I I do like this idea though of the the final like yeah that sort of that sacrifice at the end of like you can't go back but you can't stay here and and they're basically setting themselves up to say oh yeah I just I'm just going to have to keep studying and like studying different dimensions but I can't stay in any of them for too long because of the damage that I'll do to them and maybe one day I'll find my way home.
1: But but I, I'm I'm seeing that this veteran sort of he almost uh having having lived through this whole thing some it gets gets some somewhat of a of a better view on on life on his own life and and i don't i don't want to you know say oh you know he was wrong to to sort of have have you know mental issues after going through a war or something like that but i think it's more that he's now able to work through it a little bit better and he's better Equipped to. Yeah, uh, I think, and again,
0: uh, yeah, it's true. Like, you do have to be
1: careful with that sort
0: of thing because, and I think, you know, if he's dealing with PTSD or just depression, like, that's not just solved by having a cool experience. Like, that's a chemical imbalance. Uh, But, uh, but yes, I I do like that idea that it gives him a new perspective so that maybe he starts medicating better and starts achieving, like, achieving again and goes back to science. Like, maybe it was that. You know, the the sort of the split between those two people was he went to- He joined the army. Like, he went or, to war. He had to make a decision. A or there was a draft or something. Whereas otherwise, yeah, he would have gone into, like, continued studying yep. um, quantum fucking mechanics or whatever. But that he goes back to it then later in life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. There, I really like that idea a lot. There's something about, about this idea that just- rings original pretty much like
0: yeah, yeah. I like it it's cool it's trying to come up with a John Reese Days joke but I did not <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 who was the main who was the main actor in Sliders what's his fucking name Jerry uh, Ger- Jerry O'Connell yeah. Jerry O'Connell no yeah, yeah? Uh, that's alright alright I think we will finish the episode there if you want to find us online go to podchaser.com slash bitstorm check out all of our previous episodes we're coming up on 200 real fast and i don't know what we're doing for it but uh there's a lot of backlog there actually i actually spent a little bit of time clicking back through all our, all of our old titles today mm-hmm.
1: and man there's just there's a fuckload of stuff there so minecraft but for spiders
0: yeah <laughs> veronica fizzlesticks wizard lawyer that's a good one uh <laughs> go and check those episodes out and, uh, leave us a review, leave us a comment, whatever, follow us on there. You'll get updates on new episodes and all sorts of shit. Also, we are part of the 8-Bit Collective and this is a group of podcasters, uh, all around pop culture and gaming and, uh, you know, a variety of different things. Lots of great shows there.
1: Go to 8-Bit.net, check them out, support the Patreon, do it. Check out at AGP Network or the search for the australasian gaming podcast network on facebook for all your australasian gaming podcast needs and also thank you to kurdos for the use of the song mount defines offer of the album containment failure yeah yeah so thank you again for joining us this week on bitstorm i'm ben slinger i'm Trevor scott but ben i love you i know i'm a house <laughs> we can make this work swing my door like that once more